Welcome to the FBA Profit Show with your hosts Subi and Leland. 33% of beauty product consumers make their purchases after seeing positive comments on social media. Hi, welcome to FBA Profits. My name is Leland. My name is Zubi. Hey Zubi, good to see you. Good seeing you too. Yeah. Today we're going to uh, discuss uh, Amazon's return policy, especially in 2020. Uh, coming up towards the end of the year right now, and uh, you're going to educate us on why it's uh, good for sellers, and that's why we're here, right? Most people are probably listening for FBA. They're not consumers uh, worried about returning their goods to Amazon, which is always a great selling point, right, for buying off of um, Amazon, and we all know in general that the return policy currently is, in general, like you got 30 days, whatever you received, you can return it without any questions asked in about 30 days. There are exceptions, right, based on different categories. Uh, you reminded me just before this with like groceries, there's usually no returns. Uh, I think they do some refunds depending on if it's damaged or spoiled or what have you. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're returning electronics versus collectible coins versus whatever, it kind of gets a little muddy. But in general, it's about 30 days most of the year till you get to the end of the year. So last year, as we approached uh, November 1st, you had additional time uh, accounting for the holidays. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that they would go to the end of uh, January the following year, right? In correct. January 2020. Anything and from November 1st until December 31st purchased, you had until the end of January. Right, so if you bought it kind of stimulating earlier purchases for the end of the year to soften sort of the inundation of orders and throughput, if I were to look through the business decision of doing it. But more importantly for this year, they've again changed the policy and they've added an additional 30 days. So anything purchased from October 1st through the end of the year then you have to the end of January of 2021 to return those goods. Yes. Correct. And, the, and this, this Q4 is going to be an unprecedented Q4 uh, because both um, Prime Day usually is in July. It's now in October. Uh, Black Friday is usually, you know, Black Friday is big, but usually it's really big in, in, in stores and in retail stores um, and, Target and Walmart have said they're not going to be open for Black Friday on, on Thanksgiving Thursday. So it's all moving online um, and then Christmas, of course. So there's going to be, they're expecting to have a seriously ridiculous number of um, people coming on and ordering products um, online. And Amazon is the girl in the industry. So they're going to get uh, the vast majority of those sales. Um, so what Amazon has done is they've extended that, that, feel good period uh, because they've said, you know, if you buy something and you find a good deal in on prime day and it's a gift, you want to send it to somebody for Christmas. Well, if they don't like it, they have until the end of January to return it, get a, get a refund or, you know, get something else for themselves. Um, It's again, it's just a way for them to make um, the customers feel more comfortable uh, purchasing the items. It also helps them. Uh, Let's, let's be honest too. If, if everything's pushed into you know, uh, 
Black Friday and Cyber Monday. It means I get this huge order spike. It means the warehouses get inundated. It means that the shipping and all of that is going to also get backed up. More than likely, my customers aren't going to get what they were expecting in a certain period of time. So in my mind, extending it by, hey, I'm going to give you 30 more days at the front to feel good about buying something, it should soften things so I don't feel like I have to do it within you know, the confines of two days. So I know, I know they're and, trying and to make the it, consumer feel good, but they're also helping themselves too. Oh, to absolutely. And, and one of the things in the COVID era that they've, one of the reasons why um, Prime Day is now in October is because of that, because they, they just couldn't handle all the volume of orders that came in because of COVID uh, lockdown. Uh, but what they did was they put uh, Prime Day sort of towards the end of October, and they have now announced early Prime Day sales of two to three weeks. Yeah. So it does exactly what you're saying, right? They're giving Prime Day deals and stretching it for about three weeks, uh, three, four weeks. And then uh, right afterwards is going to be November and then it's going to become Black Friday. So it's that they're very cognizant of the fact that their warehouses are extremely packed. They're extremely backed up on fulfilling orders, on accepting shipments from sellers. Um, and so they are working around the clock. They've put limits on sellers on how many units you can send in uh, for any one product. Um, they've, they've, they've made it very, they've become very strict on exactly how many units you can put in and their normal fees, storage fees for Q4 goes up um, anyway. So it's, uh, they're working very hard to try to make sure that they're able to fulfill their one or two day delivery promises um, this, this Q4. And if, you, if, if you're listening or watching to this, uh, we do a weekly uh, newsletter that covers a lot of the most pertinent news for this week. Sometimes it's even not the same day. And this week, there was the warning of the Q4 crunch. And um, you know, I, the business decisions, it, it, yes, uh, it's good for Amazon to do this. It's great for the consumers. And the point of this podcast was how it's good for the sellers. So I didn't want to hijacked on the full business discussion, yeah. but in, in the newsletter, you, you, you start intimating on, you know, how this uh, is, uh, all of it is really good for the sellers. So why don't you tell us how well, this change yeah. helps, helps the FBA seller? From a seller's perspective, um, our main goal is to sell. Um, and our main goal is to sell as much as we can at a profitable price. The biggest driver for that is the, ease that a customer has with coming in and feeling comfortable purchasing something from whatever platform we're selling on. Uh, with Amazon, they've made the cost of customer acquisition non-existent pretty much, right? They, they already have prime members that people come on Amazon and search for stuff themselves. So um, the fact that they're offering this extended return period is a very good thing for us because what it does is it, it causes the consumer to come in and feel very comfortable purchasing it. They already have, Amazon already has a great brand name. They already have a lot of trust um, and built into that brand. Uh, consumers are now searching for products directly on Amazon's website as opposed to doing Google searches. So all of that builds on itself. And having this extended return policy actually helps us get more and more sales as opposed to if we only gave them 15 days to return and hey, you see this a lot as you, as you get more into the seller world, uh, FBA seller world, um, you're going to 
you see a lot of smaller sellers complaining over and over and over again about Amazon's return policy. Um, what they miss in, in those complaints, and it's very understandable that if you're a smaller seller or, or a medium or a large seller, uh, your returns are going to be, there's, there's going to be a lot of returns during the year, but come January, you're going to have tremendous amount of returns, especially if you had a lot of sales. Um, but that's a good thing because that means you had a lot of sales um, and the returns, you know, they might, you know, you, you, they might go up or they will go up in January, but without that ease and that feeling of comfort that the customer has, you wouldn't have had as many sales and as much sales as you did for the Q4. So because of that, it's extremely important to keep that in mind when you are seeing those returns, it's not a bad thing. It's part of the business model. You have to factor it in, but you have to remember that the more a customer feels comfortable coming on Amazon and buying stuff, the higher your sales are going to be. So let me ask you a question. You're in, you're, you're hinting at it a little bit. And I know in other lines of business, uh, especially like in uh, banking and the credit card world, there's sort of the 1% return threshold. If a merchant hits over 1%, they start looking, they freeze that account, blah, blah, blah. So as an FBA, uh, whether you're new or old, what should you expect in returns? You know, average, average return on an average month is about 2%. Um, you, you can expect about 2% returns on, on average most of the time. You know, come January, you might be 3%, you might be 4%. Um, it all depends. Like if you are predominantly doing toys, your returns are going to be higher. Mm -hmm. If you're predominantly doing groceries, your returns aren't going to be that high because most grocery items are non-returnable. If you're predominantly doing electronics, your returns might be high. So it all depends on what categories you're selling on, what products you're selling. Um, but January is going to be your highest return month, hands down, for the full year, every single year, if you're selling on, on any uh, online marketplace, whether it's Amazon, Walmart, and, and anywhere, eBay, it's all going to be the same because people are going to buy a lot from you for the Q4 rush. And then whether it was a gift and they don't want it and they return it or whether it was, you know, for whatever reason, they didn't, they didn't, they want to return it. They're going to return it. And January 31st being the deadline for it, you're going to, that, that month is going to be, you're going to be inundated with returns, but it's not a bad thing. So, you know, 2% on a regular month, a little higher than, than, than most other industries, but it's still very acceptable. Um, you're still making a tremendous amount of profit because of that return policy. A um, little higher, little, uh, maybe more than a little higher on uh, in January, but it's still a very positive thing for us. Makes sense. Now, it's important. Uh, and, and again, now we're going to be talking directly to Amazon sellers. Um, it's important for you to keep, um, to be cognizant of and, and to keep a record of your returns. Oh, um, no. Amazon's policy. Oh, right? no. Detailed returns? <laughs> work. Yeah. Work. work. Detailed work. Yeah. Yes. So Amazon's policy is that if I purchase something from you um, and I decide to return it, as soon as I file for a return, and they're, they're going to give me a refund. And then I have 45 days to return that. Um, and if, if they don't receive, if Amazon doesn't receive the, the item back within 45 days, um, they will then go ahead and recharge the customer and give you the, the, the money. Um, 
But if they do receive it within 45 days, then someone at Amazon's warehouse, they're going to check it. If it's uh, still in brand new, never been opened, they're just going to add it right back to your um, inventory. Um, if it's been damaged or if the customer says it's defective or it's been opened and they can't re, uh, repackage it to, to be as new again, uh, then it's going to go into uh, unfulfillable inventory. Um, and then you'll have to call it back. Um, and this is where you have to be uh, on top of your account, continuously check uh, once that 45-day period is over for any return to see if it was returned to your inventory, if you got reimbursed for it, um, or if you need to call it back, double check and see, you know, you, you get something that says defective uh, or damaged and you get it back, you see it, it's brand new, nothing is wrong with it. Well, take a couple of pictures, send it to Amazon, open a case, they will reimburse you the cost, uh, the, the sale price of that. So um, it's important to keep that. And what Amazon does is, um, if you are, especially if you're a smaller seller, you'll get every seller gets it. But um, if you, you will get an email from Amazon that a return has been authorized and initiated. FBA return has been authorized and initiated. It's always recommended that you keep a folder and you just keep these uh, emails in there. And then you can go, you know, by date, you can go 45 days later, go to those emails and double check the order number and see what happened with that. Did, did they send the item back? Did, they, uh, did you get reimbursed? Did it go back into your inventory? What happened? And if, if it didn't go back into your inventory, if you haven't been reimbursed by it automatically, then you need to take action, call it back, double check. If you can get reimbursed, you want to submit that because it's, it's money. Um, you also want to, every time you get that email, um, you want to be aware of the fact that now there's, an, there's a chance of you getting a negative feedback. Um, feedback is important. Um, your, your seller feedback determines your buy box eligibility. If, you're, if you fall under 90%, your chances of getting the buy box diminishes. So you wanna sort of get ahead of getting a negative feedback. Um, Amazon's very, uh, the, the rules of contacting uh, the customer, um, the buyer are very, very uh, strict. Um, and there's only a limited number of reasons why you can contact the customer. And it should always be done through your Seller Central account and platform. Uh, but what you want to do is when, when, when you get that email for a return, you go to that order, contact the buyer with a, via an email through Seller Central and, and basically say, hey, we just noticed that you did this return. Amazon should be refunding you right away uh, within 24 hours or so. Um, just wanted to check in with you, make sure that your refund has been applied and see if there's any issues that we can help you with and uh, if, if there's a way we can resolve whatever those issues are. Get ahead of the game, right? Just, just right before they go and put a negative feedback on there, you want to just send that email to them. It could even turn into a positive feedback and if, if, you, if you handle it the proper way. So it's important. It's work, right? It's, it's a little bit of... Uh, minutia that you need to do you don't need to do it but that you should do um, but it will if you're in this business for the long haul if you're doing it in order to grow your business slowly over time then these are the, the steps that will set you aside and, and apart from everybody else uh, out there um, and again it's it's important to be able to to always remember that you can only contact 
the buyer through Amazon. Never, ever, even if you have their email address, even if they give you their phone number, never, ever call them off of Amazon. Amazon's terms of service are extremely clear about that. And Amazon is very, very cognizant. They, 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 will, they will suspend your account. They will shut you down if you start contacting their customer because that's their most prized possession is, is that customer. Um, and and, and that, that's, about, that's about it. You, you make sure that when you, when you get the returns done, make sure you get reimbursed, make sure you've, uh, the item is, if it was good, it went back into your inventory. Uh, there's reports that Amazon offers. There's a page that you can go and, and just search uh, all your returns by date. Um, when the 45 days are over, you will have a list of all the returns and it will tell you return to inventory, reimbursed, defective, whatever the condition or whatever the, the response was. Just keep aware, just, just be aware of it and, and, and keep on top of it. Um, and uh, you, should be, you should be good. But the main point of this whole podcast, this whole video is, is to again reiterate that don't look at the returns as a negative thing. Don't, don't see uh, the, the extended return window as, as, a, as a deterrent for you to be a seller. It's actually a very good thing. Um, yeah, it increases our returns, but like we said, it really drastically increases sales on the platform. So um, always have that sort of glass half full, the positive, optimistic mentality when you're dealing with your business. It will slowly, bit by bit, bit by bit, have a drastic impact, positive impact on how, how your business uh, ends up. I'm with you. It's interesting how a lot of the sellers get very negative with uh, the returns is the amount of overhead that is associated with it. And then also it's that sentiment. And if you've been in any type of service industry or even if you have it, you know, the expression, the customer is always right. If you can come into it with that perspective, but then do everything you possibly can, outcomes usually are always positive in that, but it, it is driven by, you know, your willingness to, like you were saying earlier, do them walk through the minutia, but then also have the right positive mental attitude about it. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Anything else on uh, the recent policy return? Uh, no, I think I think we will at some point do one of these uh, small training videos, just going through uh, step by step uh, how to find the returns report, how to check your your uh, account and whatnot, but those are, you know, I don't think we're ready for it just yet, but we will be uh, putting, putting these videos out there um, soon. End of year to January would be the best time as people are getting their yes. increased amount of returns and gravitating towards that negative sentiment of, boy, this really is a stinker. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, Sue. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to FBA Profits. Visit us at our website www.fbaprofits.us for more details like our Facebook group and Twitter for timely news and events.